Nathan, don't touch your phone anymore. What? You just... <laughs> Immediately touch it. You just touch Ready? It. Take a shot. Ready? Oh, um, Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Oh. Nice. This is going to be such a good episode. Is it? Yes. Yeah, okay. It tasted bad. Hi, everyone. Oh. This is a new episode of Booze and Broadway. You're number 17, by the way. Okay. Um, yes. Hi. It's a new episode. Um, there's no disclaimer this week. Um, is there not? No. Uh, we have a new, we finally have a new host. Yeah. Please introduce yourself. Hey. Slate. What? Slate. What does that mean? Oh, okay. So this, hold on. Tell everybody your name and what number host you are. Hey, my name's Kyle. I'm host number 17. Okay. So Slating. Kyle has done some theater in his life. He's more of a technical person than a performer person. This is the first time that I'm doing a show with somebody who is not heavily involved in theater. But appreciates it and has seen it. Yeah. But slating is when you go in for an audition and you have like a minute to like do your audition. My life is very stressful. And so you go in and you're like, hi, my name is Nathan Brown. I'm number 37. And if you dare to find me, like you just start auditioning. Like you, like there's no time. There's no time. So yeah, that's like, that's why I have everybody introduce themselves. It's like they're slate. First, some background. All of my theater work is doing things like carpentry and set design. and Which is very important. You can edit this out, but did I ever tell you the story of why I started sewing? No. So. Uh, oh, yes. Yes, you did. Oh. The car, the, the, the seamstresses were like, haha, you can't do that. And yeah. they're like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I literally just taught myself, I'm like, you, you can't tell me I can't do something. <gasps> On a very unrelated 180 of things I usually say. Reverse, reverse. Men. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't worry. I do yell about them later in the show. Okay. So like, share, subscribe. Send a review my way on Apple Podcasts because I really like when people five do that. Five out of five. Is that the review metric? Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, guys. I have some like weird-ish news. Um, I'm pregnant. No. Um, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So, this is episode 17 by the time you listen to it. I'm ending the season at episode 20. So, be shook now. We have three more episodes after this. It's totally fine. This will be your favorite. I will be back with a vengeance. No, um, I will be back at the beginning of next year. And I will still be releasing mini episodes every week. You're still going to get uh, Booze and Broadway stuff. It just won't be full two-hour long ramblings of a crying person. So, um... You didn't cry last. You did. Yes, and I did cry during doubt. You too. did, I just realized. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and BJ was like, he means it, but he'll get over it. That's what BJ said to you about me crying. Y- he did say that. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so here's my idea for the finale, everybody. I want everyone who listens to the show, because a lot of people message me every week, and it's kind of weird, but I love it, um, to send me what they want the final episode, as long as it's not Hades Town or The Color Purple or some other episode that I've already promised somebody else, um, which y'all don't know, but just like, if you have an idea of a show you'd like me to do, do it. And if I have a majority, I'll do that episode for the final episode of um, the season. And if you send me your favorite host that you've already heard, if you want to be included in that, you can be. Well, I'm perfect. Okay. Uh just send me who you'd like me to do an episode with and whatever show gets the majority and whatever co-host gets the majority, that is how I will set up the last episode of this season. I will cry if you don't vote for me. So, a drink. The drink for this season, or this drink for this episode... Are you drunk already? I'm slurring, I understand. I'm It's been four minutes. I'm Nathan Brown. I can't draw my alcohols. Hush. Hello? Hush. Hush. (laughs) (laughs) So... 
the drink for this episode was going to be this really nice mixed drink uh, that came out horribly. It it tasted like sad cough syrup. So, guess what we're doing again? Shots. Shots. I don't have a problem. You have a problem. You're listening to me and not reaching out and seeing if I need help. So, who's the enabler here? I literally texted you the other day. Did you? Yeah. About what? Memes. There it is. <laughs> okay. So, I have one shout out uh, this week. I have a shout out for Emily McGilvery. She was the first person to donate money to the This Round's On You campaign. So literally this round of drinks was on Emily McGilvery's. Thank you, Emily. Um, okay, I'm gonna take one more shot. Okay, guys, are you ready? Yeah. Oh my gosh, they don't know what episode this is yet. Holy crap, seriously? Yeah, you have to introduce the episode. All the co-hosts introduce the episode. Oh, uh, well, we are listening to... Sorry, we are talking about... That's the right way to put it. Hello, Dolly! Which is, <laughs> I think, my favorite musical? Okay. Let me tell you. I did not know about Hello, Dolly until you introduced me to it. And then it. we... Uh, we have... <laughs> we have so much to talk about. Um, but I... King love it. I'm very mad at everybody who did not tell me to listen to this show beforehand. That's literally everyone but me, I would like to point out. Yeah. Um, so, I fucking love this show. It is probably my third favorite musical now. Um, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, we're doing... I hope everybody's still screaming because everybody was like, what are you doing? Because I posted about doing this episode. I was like, y'all aren't ready for this episode. And everybody's like, what are you doing? Um, so I'm very excited. So we're doing Hello, Dolly. But there is, we're, what, six minutes in? There's so much shit to talk about. We're just going to go for it. Yeah, we're just, we? We. Yeet. Yeet. As the kids say. Um, okay. So, it's a 1964 musical based on a book, um, with lyrics and music by Jerry Herman and the book by Michael Stewart. We love him. I don't know him. I know him because of this. Anyway. Okay. It debuted in 1963 in Detroit at the Fisher Theater, and it moved to Broadway, mm-hmm. and it fucking won 10 Tonys. That's it? Uh, 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 <laughs> hold on. You're about to eat these words. Okay. Including Best Musical. Yes. It held the record for most Tony wins for 37 years. I believe it. Because it's a fucking great musical. Wait. 37 years, so 2000. Come on, math man. Wait. What, what happened in 2001 that was... The producers. Oh, with funny. Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick, baby. It held the record for 37 years until the producers came. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the producers? The movie? Or the show? It's so fucking funny. Yeah. How have I not done that show? Because I have an audition for Because you've done 17 shows in... Listen... 2019 was a wild year for me. I said yes to everything. I did like 12 shows that year. Really? Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, it drove me insane. Anyway, cut that out. Um, in 1964. Oh, okay. It went to Broadway in 1964. Okay, 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 okay. okay. There were 58 revivals of this show for no reason. Actually, for every reason. For every reason. Um, <laughs> for every reason. There was a revival in 1975. There was a revival in 1978 because they just couldn't get enough of Dolly. And they were like, the 70s needs more Dolly. Um, there was a revival in 2017. Every single one of these revivals had Carol Channing in it. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them had Carol Channing in it. Um, there was, okay, there was a West End production in 1965. There was one in 2009, and there was going to be one in 2020. Here we are in quarantine. 
Can you tell us more about the one that was going to be in 2020? No, because I didn't write down information about it. Who were the three dollies possibly going to be? Oh, no, hold on. That's that's something else. Oh, that's sorry. Something that's something else. Yes. Dear no. listeners. Um, and human listeners. We need to find a name for my listeners. I mean, dear listeners. The ensemble. Um, so. Okay. I've told you that story before. Nathan from the ensemble. Yes, that is my Twitter handle. Or my um, Instagram. Okay. So, the original production on Broadway ran from January 16th, 1964 to December 27th, 1970. It ran for six years. Oh. It was the third longest running show. It was, wait, it was the longest running show for a while, and then it was like the third longest running show for a while, and then it just like got kicked off that list. We went to the moon during that time. Not 1970, just a year sooner. sooner. Yes, thank you. Okay, so it had a total of 2,844 performances. That's eight shows a week, baby. I don't understand how Broadway people do it. I've never done an eight-show week. I do like four-show weekends, and I'm like, I'm tired. Anyway. I'm baby. Um, first of all, I'm baby, so jot that down. Me, I'm a baby. <laughs> You're so a baby. <laughs> um, anyway, I am milk. Okay. Um, soy milk. Okay, anyway, both me and Kyle are vegan. Um, did y'all know I was vegan? Did you know I was vegan? <gasps> Leah Loman's vegan. Well, Hi, Leah! Don't crash your car, it's okay. Um, um, Leah was my inspiration for going vegan when we did Heather's together. Not me! No. Okay, the original Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Billy Georgia, hi. Hi. Okay, so the original production with Carol Channing in it. Won 10 Tonys. It won Best Musical, Best Score, Best Producer, Best Direction, Best Choreography for Gower Champion. He was director and choreographer for that. Best Musical Director, Best Scenic Design, Best Costume. Duh, it's Hello Dolly. Best Costume, duh. And and Best Actress for Carol Channing. They got a nomination for Best Featured for the guy who played Cornelius. He just did not win. Okay. Okay. So... There was a, okay, in 1968, there was a all-black production of Hello, Dolly, starring Pearl Bailey. What? Yeah. How did I not know about that? Because you haven't listened to this episode of Booze and Broadway yet. Uh, We're all learning things today. Wow. So, Pearl Bailey was Dolly, and uh, she got a special Tony for being Dolly. Um, and it's literally just, like, called the Special Tony. Um, now it's, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award Tony, but it's, like, the same thing. Oh. Um, okay. Here we go. I'm gonna take one more shot. Okay. How long has it been? It's been 12 minutes. Shot That's time. Oh, poison. You're, you're taking straight vodka, though. Yeah? Okay. It's not good. That's why I mix it with something. I don't want to mix it with blue. I don't know how to say that word. Curacao. That's how you say that word? Yes. Okay. Well, butter so, my butt and call me a biscuit. I did not know that. Okay. So, the 2017 revival with Bette Midler. A husky woman. That line makes me so mad, and I'm not going to talk about that song. But it fits. We're going to talk about that song. We have to talk, we have to talk about all 14, 16, 14 songs. Yes. Okay. So, it won. Okay, wait. This is my favorite part. Okay, hold on. It won Best, it won best Revival. It won Best Featured Actor for Gavin Creel, and it won Best Costume, because Hello, Hello Dolly. Dolly. Okay, but Bette Midler won for Best Actress. <laughs> Did you see her win this, Tony? 
It was the wildest thing. So she won She won because it's Hello Dolly and she did a good job, but she also won because she's Bette Midler. Yeah. And she won because she's Bette Midler. She went up and she had like a 15 minute Wait, long. I have seen this. Yes. She, okay. So she like spent like five minutes thinking like everybody in the world and like they tried to play the music and she was like, cut it off. Because she's Bette Midler and she can do that. So, like, they went to commercial right after her Tony acceptance. And they came back and the next two presenters came out and said, hurry up and announce the nominees before Bette Midler decides to thank somebody else. And I thought it was the fun. I just laughed. I laughed for, like, ten minutes. I thought it was so funny. Okay. Okay. So. So. Here we go. Here we go. Stop that. Stop that. Okay. So. The. We're at the cast now. Oh, we're actually going really quickly. <laughs> right, because we know we're going to slow down a lot coming up soon. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I decide to perform all of uh, Put On Your Sunday Clothes, including pulling a train out of Killian's playroom. <laughs> Which we do have. Yeah. Oh, y'all, we have a budget now. Emily gave us $10, so we have a budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so thank you. Um, so, okay, the OG cast, we're going to do... We're at the cast. The 2017 OG cast? Hold on. Okay. We're going to do the OG cast from 1964 and then also the revival cast. There are like six casts of this. I'm not going through every single cast. I'm so sorry. I picked two. It, yeah. There's like 500. Yes. That's what I just said. You said six. Okay. Dolly Levi. <laughs> Dolly Levi. Carol Channing. Yeah. Carol Channing has been Dolly Levi. Like she is Dolly Levi. 9,000 times. Yes. And she has won every award for it. Because why? Carol Channing. A comedic genius. Jam today. No. Jam tomorrow and jam yesterday. But never jam today. Anybody? Anybody? They can't hear you. Yes, they can. They're listening to it. Wait, you can't hear... Sorry, you can't hear them. Correct. Okay. The revival, Bette Midler. She won a Tony. Okay. Horace Vandergelder. Mr. Horace Vandergelder. Okay, anyway. Uh, His name's David... Thanks, Barnaby. Burr? David Burr, sir. Um, <laughs> Wrong musical. In the revival, Burr? it's David Hyde Pierce, Niles from Frasier. Also gay. Um, and then who took over? Okay, y'all, I only wrote this down because it's a callback to um, the second episode. David Hyde Pierce, went when he left and Bernadette Peters took over for Dolly Levi, Victor Garber stepped in. Yes, I know his name now. His name is Victor Garber. Who is also... In Callahan in Legally Blonde. And the guy from Titanic. Oh, he's Horace Vandergelder. I don't know what you want me to say now. What do you say about him? Oh, and I was also gay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. We need to represent, okay. represent for you. Cornelius Hackle. Me. Charles Nelson Riley in the original production. Gavin Krill won a Tony in the revival. He was also in Book of Mormon. And other things. Wait, what was he in Book of Mormon? He was uh, Elder Price. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes sense. I believe. That's him. Okay. I was almost in that show on Broadway. Um, Did y'all know that? Did y'all know I got a Broadway callback once? Like, that's a thing that happened. Yeah. I can actually sing. It's just the booze that does that. Yeah, it's just the booze. Uh, Not the poor training. Barnaby. I love him. I love him. He is a sweet baby angle. And I wrote protect him sweet baby angle yes it's a joke from another podcast i get it because it's funny okay uh jerry dodge was the original barnaby um oh i have a joke to tell later that i meant to write down Uh, because that makes a joke hilarious um taylor trench 
is in the revival. And the guy who played him in the movie mm-hmm. was murdered. I, I know the story, so she always had. Yes. Yeah. Danny, he was, Danny Larkin? Yeah. Yeah. He was stabbed like a hundred times. Uh, yes. It was wild. Yes. I Do we have to go into this? Murder? No, I'm just saying. It's just it's like the little girl who played Ducky in Land Before Time. She was murdered too. Um, <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> Irene. Irene Malloy. Yeah. Uh, the original, her name is Eileen Brennan. You know there was a day somebody walked out and said, Hi, Eileen. Eileen Malloy. You know somebody did it. Somebody. Probably. Somebody. Sued. Okay. And they laughed. Okay, Kate Baldwin was in the revival. Did you see her? Yes. We. She was good. Us. Um, Minnie Faye, Sandra Lee in the original, Beanie Feldstein, Feldstein in the revival. Okay. She wore glasses. I was here for it. Not many people get away with glasses on Broadway. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? They're like, put contacts in. Oh. Because it reflects light. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ambrose. He's the tall one. Um, Igor Gavin. Gavi. Oh, would you say Igor? Igor? Say, say Igor again. Igor? That's not how you pronounce that name. How do you say it? The other way you pronounce it. Igor? Yeah. Okay. Why did I say it that way? Oh, Young Frankenstein. That's why I said it that Neyamo way. Igor. Anyway. Uh, stop. His name's Will Burton in the revival. He has such long legs. It's freakish. It should be illegal. Just like that TikTok said. Yes. Okay. Um, Ermengarde. Her name's Alice Platon in the, uh, OG cast. Uh, Melanie Moore played her in the revival. She's cute. I don't like this role. All she does is cry. I was like, I could do that. I mean, you took my joke from me, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Ernestina, her and the original production, her name's uh, Mary Jo Catlett, and Jennifer Simard, Simard, Simard. How do you say that? What did I write? S-I-M-A-R-D. There you go. That's who played her in the revival. Yes. And the last role. Rudolph? The Red Nose. Who is that? Who's Rudolph? Rudolph is one of the waiters, the main, the head waiter at- Oh, the guy who screams in German. Presumpt, I mean, it could be Dutch. Well, you know what I mean. I, I, I guess it's- Yes. Thank you so much for this attitude. I helped. Uh, no, you didn't. His name's David Hartman in the original production. And uh, Kevin Ligon Ligon in the revival. I'm not here for accuracy, and I didn't do my disclaimer. I'm going to get things wrong. I have a... a Dream? No, I do. But I have something to say about one of the... You mean to say it? About what? Well, you talked about one of the waiters. The head, the head waiter being... Named Brand <laughs> Rudolph, one of the other waiters, because she goes through and names like fourteen of them. Mm-hmm. One of the times that I saw the show, they, they put in. How many times did you see it? A lot. They put in uh, on Broadway. On Broadway, just once, but I've seen it several other times. Okay. Uh, they put in one of those cards saying like, "Oh, an understudy is playing this role," and it was it was Stanley, one of the like fourteen waiters, and I'm like, I'm so freaking glad that they have an understudy for Stanley, and it was just. First of all, every role is important, and I'm not going to stand here and act like it's not. Stan, you could switch them and it doesn't matter. It matters. Fine. Can you- this is such a tech thing to say right now. Anyway, you- there are no small roles, only small actors. I'm not saying it's a small role. And I mean skinny actors. Could, I'm mad at y'all. You could, How do I lose that much weight? You could switch Manly and Stanley, and I wouldn't really notice is what I'm saying, because they both basically do the dance and the... 
You know what? The ensemble works hard. Leads work hard, but the ensemble works harder. I bet it does. That's the quote of the show, y'all. Okay. There was a film. It was not going to be Carol Channing because they were able to reorchestrate some of the songs. So it was Barbara Streisand. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. Also, Michael Crawford was in this movie. He's the Phantom for y'all's of the original Phantom yes. for y'all's of y'all. Which for y'all of y'all for those of y'all who don't know, which was it, it's just, it's weird. To he's see him. very attractive. What? Michael Crawford? He's attractive. Old? Not right now. I'm not saying old people aren't attractive. Okay, what am I saying? <laughs> I'm just saying I don't like the Phantom. Like, take your mask off so I can go home. You're stalking a child. (laughs) Please so. That's that's how I feel about the Phantom. Okay. Notable dollies. Because y'all were going to be mad if I didn't talk about it. All of them? Ethel Merman. When she did Dolly, they added two songs that they had deleted from the show to her production. So that she could sing more. Because she's Ethel Merman. Okay. Wait, what are you doing? I'm taking a shot. Oh, okay. Well, not right now. I'm just pouring another shot. Okay. Phyllis Diller. Oh. I would have hurt someone to see this. And I didn't know she was a dolly until I started researching this show. What? She's so funny. I miss her. Um, okay. I miss Ice of the Arctic. Betty Grable. Betty Grable. Anyway, okay. Uh, Ginger Rogers was a, a dolly. <laughs> Do you know Ginger Rogers? Yes. Okay. Uh... Bernadette Peter. Carolee Carmelo, who really? I talked about. Yeah, she was on the tour. Oh, I think, yeah. She was on the tour. Uh, I talked about her. She was the mom in uh, Adam's family, not Morticia. Um, uh, that me and Leah Loman talked about. Hi, Leah. Don't crash your car. Um, Donna Murphy was uh, Bette Midler's, not standby. They alternated some performances every week because Bette Midler, like, uh, so... Donna Murphy stepped on. Here's my favorite thing. And I wrote down to talk about this. My favorite thing about the revival, and me and my friend Taylor talked about this, is the sign for Hello Dolly says, Bette Midler is Hello Dolly. And like Bette Midler's name is a lot bigger than like Hello Dolly. But when Donna Murphy would go on, they had a sign, like a fold out sign, like a, like a wet floor sign that they would put outside the theater. And it said, come see Hello Dolly with Donna Murphy. Like, it was, like, really tiny. <laughs> it, was the, it was the wildest thing. Wow. But I want to see Donna. Donna Murphy is Mother Gothel, for those of you who don't know. In Tangled. She sings Mother Knows Best. One of the best. That actually is probably one of my favorite songs. Mother Knows Best reprise is a lot better. Because she has the fog. She has a budget. Okay. <laughs> So, okay, there were rumors. Okay, so, uh, so, uh, yes, okay. I just had two heart attacks. They were talking about, okay, so when they revived Hello Dolly with Bette Midler, it was not an open-ended production. They were going to eventually, like, stop doing the show. But it got so popular and everybody was like, let's go see Hello Dolly, that they were going to, like, possibly turn it into an open-ended production. So... It was like Bette Midler, and then it was Bernadette Peters, and then um, when the show was closing two weeks before, Bernadette was like, yeah, I'm leaving because my like contract's up. And they're like, okay, Bette Midler's going to come back and close the show. But while that was happening, they were in talks of like, maybe we can actually like extend this run. So here's the rumors. These are rumors that I will spread like wildfire. Rumors of who was in talks to be Dolly. Y'all... 
I don't even, who are you going to start? I'm starting with the least Dolly Parton. Is that the least wild one? No, that's not the least wild okay. one. Dolly Parton was in talks to be Dolly Levi. Okay. Y'all, I would I, I, I would have flown to New I York. I would have cried. I, I would have flown. I, I would have done anything. I guess. Okay, call on Dolly Levi. Like, <laughs> I would have, like, just shit. Like, <laughs> like that would have been amazing. Okay, Queen Latifah was in talks <laughs> for it. Um, now we're getting into, like, really, really wild stuff. They were talking about having RuPaul. Again, these are just rumors. But they were talking about having RuPaul come be Dolly on... He would have done it. But it would have been great. I would have watched the shit out of it. I I would have gone back to New York. Okay, but here's the goop of the season. Hey, right, Gwyneth Paltrow. Goop, yes. Um, uh, they said... They were talking about Barbara Streisand coming back to Broadway because she is Dolly Levi. Don't do this to my heart. Listen to your heart when he's calling for you. Listen to your heart. Are you going to edit out your singing of listen to your heart? No, I'm just going to get sued. Um, okay, so isn't it wild? It's wild. So yeah, th- those are rumors, but of, of course it didn't pan out, and the show closed, and then quarantine. Um, okay, so here's the question okay. that we ask everybody: mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who would you be in the show? If it did not matter, if it absolutely did not matter, and there were no rules on the table, who would you be in the show? <laughs> Ernestina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yes. <laughs> okay. Who would you be, Nathan? Okay, so... I mean, who would you be or who would I say that you would be? Who would you say I would be in this show? There is a right answer to this question. There's a lot of right answers, I think. I okay. Think you could be a great mini Faye. Okay. I think, that'd be really, I think that'd be hilarious. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I think you'd also be a good... I think you'd also enjoy being Barnaby a lot. Okay, so if I were actually auditioning for this show... Wait, are it, you actually auditioning, or am I just, like, casting you as anybody, like... You can cast me as anybody you want to. Well, I mean, you kind of exemplify a lot of the characteristics of Dolly Levi. Absolutely, <laughs> I do. And I will fight James Corden whenever they gender-bend this cast with whatever he's doing. And I will be Dolly Levi one day. I will be Dolly Levi one day. So one of one of my... Uh, when I moved from Florida to Tennessee, I actually went and saw a production of... Uh, Hello, Dolly. And I walked out and I was like, I'm going to be Dolly Levi one day because I'm an insane person. Um, so, okay. But if I were actually auditioning for this show, I would, I think I'd be a cute little Barnaby. That's why I said Barnaby. Yeah. Um, or Cornelius. I'd be happy with either. I think you'd be a better Barnaby. I think I would too. Cornelius is too... Be I, rude. I was going to say <laughs> dorky in some ways. Oh, you don't think I'm dorky? I think you're more... I don't want to say go with the flow, but, like, you're much more relaxed already. Cornelius is, like, pretty uptight in a lot of ways. Yes. I like Bar- love Barnaby. He's a sweet baby angle. Like, you're more likely to say, holy cabooses. Every man looking at me ever. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> it's true, though. Wait, so we already decided that I'm Ernestina? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that, that was easy. I mean, you could also be like, and realistically, you'd be Horace Vandegelder. Oh, fuck. I was trying to... He's so grumpy. <laughs> he's, he's really grumpy and he talks about money. Yes, that would be me. Okay. So. 
Okay, also, if I ever make merchandise, which I won't unless y'all actually want to buy something, which y'all don't, but if y'all do, I'm going to make a t-shirt that says, okay, so, because that's how I transition out of every, everything. We're here. We're at the, where are we? We're at the Schubert Theater. Mm, yeah, the Schubert Theater. Which you've been to, which I have not. Okay, so we're at the Schubert Theater. We're at the Stumble Through. Are you ready? Yeah. We're in New York. 1885. It says so on the scrim. Okay. The what? The scrim. The scrim. It's fabric. It, okay. I, I'm not wrong. You're not. I, I didn't hear what you said. What did you think I said? Scrum, which is a rugby term. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know sports. Actually, you've watched so much sports with me. I would like to say congratulations. You're straight now. Confagulations. So. Congratulations. <gasps> okay. So. It's, it's it's 1885. It says so on the screen. It's 2020. <laughs> what if are you, you laughing at? I'm laughing at a joke in my head. Congratulations? No, it's not that. Okay, so if you've ever been to Disney, think Main Street. Okay, y'all? Like if you've ever seen if you've ever seen like the the citizens of Main Street, like the mayor's wife or the mayor or the mayor's wife. You just named the same person. Too. It's it's them. It's like it is like it's like America. Um America America. Rent. You're what you want. Anyway. That's that song. That is that song. Oh my god, that's that song. Anyway. Okay. Thank Main Street. I'm so excited. Okay, so all these people are running around. They're running around, they're running around, and they all stop. And they're in fancy, fancy clothes. And they're so pretty. And they go, call on Dolly. She's the one the Spencers recommend. Just name the kind of man your sister wants and she'll snatch them up. Don't forget to bring your maiden aunt and she'll match them up. Okay, there's this carriage that comes out. And there's three women on it. And they're reading the newspaper. And every time they say a word, one of them puts a newspaper down. And they go, call on. And then... One of them puts it down, and she goes, Dolly Levi! And it's Dolly Levi. Um, and everybody claps for like 20 minutes, because it's always a famous person playing Dolly Levi. When I saw it with Bernadette, it was like three hours of clapping. Yes. It, yeah. Y'all, it's, this choreography is so nice. It's like isolation. It's like bouncy without being like wild. They're like kind of jutting their heads to the side. It's super cute. Okay, Dolly, yes. Dolly Levi comes out. Looking like Emily Blunt's Mary Poppins. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not? Exactly. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So. They, okay. So she goes. They go, call on Dolly if your eldest daughter needs a friend. So she basically is in control of everything. Okay. she. They're like, Dolly Levi will help you if you need help. Just you have to call on her. Uh, never mind. That's inappropriate. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing? Okay, so she's decided to go to Yonkers. Yonkers, New York. Which is a real place, by the way. Why would it not be? Because I didn't know it was a real place until this musical? Okay, so she's gonna go help Mr. Horace Vandegelder. Um, he's gonna get married. She's gonna help him get married. He is a half a millionaire, which means he has $500,000. I wish I had $500,000. Listener, what would you do with $500,000? Give it to me, because I'm a good person. Better than you. Okay. Um, 
she does it all. She has business cards out the wazoo. She helps with finances. She teaches guitars. She helps with varicose veins removal. Okay, there's a joke in Beetlejuice that I did not understand when I saw Beetlejuice on Broadway. Um, so when the Maitlands, we're now talking about Beetlejuice. When the Maitlands die and Beetlejuice comes out, they're like, who are you? And he goes, oh, here, take my business card. And he hands it to Adam. And Adam goes, Dolly Levi, matchmaker. And he goes, that's the wrong card. I'm so sorry. And it's very, very funny. I would have, I would have, I would have lost it. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, okay. So Mr. Kemper is there. His name is Ambrose? Ambrose Kemper. Okay. So he comes to pick up Dolly Levi. And he is in love with Ermengarde, who is the niece to Mr. Horace Vandegelder. Um, There's a reason he keeps saying Mr. Horace Vandegelder every time. <laughs> yes. And I will continue to say it that way. Um, she says, wait, what happened? Okay, so he wants, okay, so Mr. Kemper wants to marry Ermengarde. And Dolly was like, don't worry, you will. Just like, fucking let me help. I'm going to do it. Um, so then we find out that Dolly was married before. She was married to a man named Ephraim. Um, and this comes back like 15,000 times. Okay. Oh, in the most emotional way possible. Yes. And I will perform that whole monologue from memory. And he will cry. I will not, actually. I will cry. Okay. So, here's the thing. Horace, she says, listen, I'm going to New York because Horace is, Mr. Horace Vandegelder is going to propose to Irene Malloy. Listen, this whole thing is like. Couples upon couples upon, like, slamming doors. It's not slamming doors, but it's like... <sighs> Dolly has her hand in everything. So, Horace is going to propose to Irene Malloy. And, okay, so Mr. Kemper goes, why do you do all of this? And she goes, oh, because I meddle. Me. Um, <laughs> so, she goes, I meddle. And then we hear, I put my hand in. Um, she goes... I've always been a woman who arranges things King. for the pleasure and the profit it derives. I have always been a woman who arranges things like furniture and daffodils. And what? Lives. <laughs> Do not sing when I'm supposed to. I'm so... <laughs> I'm probably kidding. It's totally kidding. I don't even have a good singing voice. Okay. Okay. So here's my favorite part. Okay. I'm going to sing a little bit the of the song. with a tongue? No. She goes, when a man with a timid tongue meets a girl with a diffident air why should the tortured creatures beat around the bush when heaven knows mother nature only needs a little push i like that because she knows it's like okay people do need help in this like don't mess with that thank you thank you so much um she's like listen people doing their own thing only goes so far i'm just gonna i'm gonna nudge it over the edge so she basically she's like listen all i do is i kind of step in and i i do the i put that push i'm gonna shove them i'm gonna walk up to them i'm gonna push them that's a John Mulaney reference to anybody who wanted to know. Hello? Hush. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so she basically talks about, like, I intervene in people's lives, and I make everybody's lives better. Pressure with the thumb. Matrimony comes when I put my hand in there. And Bernadette Peters options up, and it's actually really, really cool. Bette Midler could never. So, um, so, okay, enough of you. So she wants, okay, so we find out that she wants to marry Mr. Horace Vandegelder. And spend, I'm going to stop doing it, don't worry. Please don't. Um, and, uh, and she wants to spend all of his money, but like in a good way. No, yes. Yeah, I wrote it in a good way. Oh, you actually did write it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> um, 
But here's the thing. She wants Ephraim, her dead husband, to give her a sign that it is okay for her to move on. Who doesn't? Okay. (laughs) Trauma. Um, Hey, Rachel, it's me, Kyle. (laughs) Okay, so she's like, Ephraim, just give me a sign that it's okay. Just give me a reason. Just a little bit's enough. She says, um, the preacher reads a psalm when I put my hand in there. Wow. Okay, so it's just like, hi, welcome. Okay. Wow. Okay, so basically she just, fuck, I fucking hate this song coming. Wait, no, the song is my song. Actually, you probably will talk a lot about it because I fucking hate it. Oh, there's a band. I wonder whatever. Okay, so there's a, so there's a band. And there's a little girl screaming behind the band. Is this just you? No. I'm not Ermengarde. <laughs> okay, so, and they go, shut the fuck up. What are you doing screaming? And she goes, listen, I love Ambrose Kemper. All she does is cry. All Ermengarde does is cry. And all you want to do. All you want to do, baby. Cry. Sorry. So, Horace says, listen. You cannot have a relationship with him. He's an artist. And she just cries. So Horace tells... Oh, okay. So he goes into a store. And Horace tells Barnaby and Cornelius that he's going to go march in the parade in Yonkers and that he's going to get married to Irene Irene Malloy. And he says, Cornelius, while I'm out, you're getting promoted to chief clerk. And he goes, oh, can I have a night off? And he goes, fuck no. Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Um, He doesn't say that verbatim, I'd like to say... Don't correct me. So, so Horace is like, I know what you're wondering, audience member in row three, seat 12. Why, why would I get remarried? I hate this song. And now I'm back to why do men? All you want to do? He goes, it takes a woman all powdered and pink. To joyously clean out the drink in the sink. And it takes an angel with little golden la- with long golden lashes and soft dressed fingers for dumping the ashes. It, it takes, takes a woman, a dainty woman, a sweetheart, a mistress, a wife. Yes, oh, yes, it takes a woman, a fragile woman, to bring you the sweet things in life. You're welcome, everyone. You owe us 99 cents. M- multiple people were singing, that's why I joined in, because it's a... Listen, basically, they talk about how women are subservient to men. And I really don't like this song because men. Splish splash. Men are trash. Okay. So, what do you... Yes. I've seen both, but... Oh, okay. Oh, this is water. No, it's just pure vodka. It's 32 ounces of pure vodka. Okay. So, he says... Okay. So all the men come out and... I owe Karina more lime juice. That's me. I bought that specifically for you to have. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Lime juice. Okay. So he goes, it takes a woman to basically clean the house for no reason. First of all, women do not serve men. But you, you're you're missing over the funny parts of the song. Like what? All, all of the things that he describes are things like shoeing horses and like cleaning out the chimneys and stuff like that basically shit he doesn't want to do but it's things that like he talks about (laughs) this is all stuff for like a dainty woman and it's like hard manual labor right that's why it's kind of funny okay so here's the thing they finish the song 
Dolly Levi is just there. <laughs> I fucking love her. And so she says, hey, congrats on I- Irene Malloy. That's really cute. Um, I- And you know what? If, <laughs> if, if I were you, I would not believe the rumors. And he's like, what, what rumors? <laughs> and she says, listen, her husband died after she cooked for him. I would just stay away from the chowder. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Stay away from the chowder. And he's like, the fuck? <laughs> so, that's kind of what happened. That's right? actually not in the movie. The word the fuck? <laughs> They're talking about, I, I don't think Irene is married in the movie. Okay. So, she goes, here's the thing. Rumor it, rumor has it, Adele, uh, is that he died after she cooked for him. So, I'm just going to say two words to you. Eat out. So, she says, good luck, and I'll tell the heiress not to wait for you. And he goes, I'm sorry, what? And we'll go back to the, the word what, that you said. What, heiress, what, now what? Okay. What'd you say? And she goes, oh, yeah. Um, there's an heiress. Her name's Ernestina Money. Um... But I'm going to I'm going to go and I'm going to take Ermengarde to New York. And also Ernestina Money is going to be in the parade that you're marching in. Okay. So he's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, that's awesome. So, okay. So cut to Cornelius and Barnaby are complaining. They're basically complaining about like being stuck in life. And they're like, I don't. Big mood. I mean, they don't. Sorry. They don't want to just, like, be working in a store. They want to, they want to, like, do things. They want to live their life. And so Cornelius is like, Barnaby, we're going to New York. We're going to fucking do it. We're going to go. Are we doing this? That's basically, like, what he says. Um, And he goes, here's what we're going to do. We're going to heat up the tomatoes. It's not the tomatoes. The tomato cans, and they're going to explode and cause a smell in the... It depends on which version you're listening to. I'm doing the one that I watched yesterday. The vegan version. With thank, tomatoes. Thank you. You're welcome. So and he goes, sometimes and you chi- know what? It's sometimes chicken mash. Hilarious. Well, this one's tomatoes. And he goes, we're not going to come home until we what? Kiss a girl. That's wild. Now, kiss. I want to go see the stuffed wells at Barnum and Bailey. And he's like, okay. Barnaby really wants to go see the stuffed well, y'all. I, I'm, I would want to see this. I too would like to see the stuffed well. I would like to see it. The Monique meme, everybody. You know what I'm talking about? Or she's like, I would like to see it. No. Okay. We'll look it up. So Dolly asks Ambrose. No, not right now. We're doing something. So Dolly asks Ambrose if he can dance. And he's like, no, I'm an artist. And she goes, okay, well, we're going to go to the Harmonia Garden. And you're going to go into the dance competition. And you're going to win. And basically, all you have to do is tell them that Dolly is coming home. Mama, listen, this was my, this is legit my grandfather. Everybody knew my grandfather growing up. My dad's dad, not my mom's dad. Well, my mom's dad too, but I'm talking about my dad's dad. Everybody knew him. Everybody knows Dolly Levi. Everybody knows Dolly Levi. So she's like, tell him Dolly's coming home. Mama, that's me. I'm Dolly Levi. Okay. Actually, I'm Dolly Levi a lot later in this show. Okay. So. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So here's the best part of the whole show. Are you ready, everyone? Are you ready? 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 Yes. Okay. So Cornelius and Barnaby are like, okay, it's time to heat up the tomatoes. It's time to explode them. It's, t- it's time to cause a scene. You've been watching a show, but it, now it's time for a scene. Let's have a kiki. 
he explodes the tomatoes and he's like, we're going to New York. Okay. If you've ever seen the trolley show. It's on. At Disney. It's on. It's on as in you've been, you've been texting me about this for the entire week. You're like, oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So the quintessential musical theater song. It is the definition of a showstopper. It is the definition of what musical theater is. Yes, let's take we a shot. We need a shot for this one. Yes. Put on your Sunday clothes. He goes, okay, y'all, I've been having a very good vocal day. Watch me not be able to hit this note. Um, what parts do I get to sing? None of them. So, he goes. My. <laughs> okay. So he goes, out there, there's a world outside of Yonkers, way outside, way, way out, <laughs> way out there, so, way out me. there beyond this hick town, Barnaby. Barnaby. There's a slick town, Barnaby, out there, full of shine and full of sparkle. Oh, this is too high. Close your eyes and see it glisten, Barnaby. And he goes, mm. hold on, he goes, mm. listen, Barnaby. Put on your Sunday clothes. There's lots of world out there. Get out your brilliantine and dime cigars. We're gonna find adventure in the evening air. Girls in white and a perfume night where the lights are bright as the stars. Come on. Straight time. Thank you. Um, put on your Sunday clothes. We're gonna ride through town. And one of those new horse-drying open cars. We'll see the shows at Delmonico's. And we'll close the town in a world. And we won't come home until we've kissed a girl. Mentally, all week, I've been like, sing the lower harmony. You won't be able to do it drunk. That's why I joined in with Corn. Thank you so much. It literally, it's what Corniers and Barnaby both sing that part. Okay, and then Dolly comes out and she goes, put on your Sunday clothes when you feel down and doubt. Okay, listen. There's a there's a video of Bette Midler tripping and she goes, it's live theater, everyone. It's so wild. Um, Shut down the street and have your picture took. Just like a dream, your spirit seems to turn about. That Sunday shine is a certain sign that you feel as fine as you look. Beneath, Beneath your, your parasol, the world is all a smile that makes you feel brand new down to your toes. Get out your feathers, your patent leathers, your beads, your buckles, and bows, for there's no blue Monday in your Sunday clothes. Why did you go down on that? Because I, it was too high for me to I'm, actually I'm do. the bass here, and I can't even sing. Okay. So, he goes, Cornelius goes, come on, Barnaby, we're going to New York. Elevated trains... Barnaby, the lights of Broadway, and he goes, holy cabooses. Again, every time a man sees my ass. The stuffed wells at Barnum's. <laughs> he goes, oh, and then the ensemble, com- ensemble comes out, and they sing forever about how nice it is to put on your Sunday clothes. It's like four verses, or four. So we're going to skip that, because they basically sing the same thing over and over again. Okay, this is the trolley show at Disney, if you've ever seen it. They go... Cause there's no blue Monday in your Sunday. No blue Monday in your Sunday. This is the Charlie Charlotte Disney. No blue Monday in your Sunday clothes. They do it every day. It's very cute. Okay, so. Were you part of that? No, I was not. I was not a good dancer. Um, you had to have a four or five to do that. I had a, a three. What's a four or five? In movement. I wasn't kidding earlier when I was like, I'd give you a three. So, okay. Hey, wait. Dolly. Wait, that's actually not bad. Average. Yeah, I had a three. Hey, I had a three. I had a three five. I had a five in animation. 
which was really good. That's the highest you could go. I'm actually very talented. Nobody believes that. I was talented once. It was in 2012. What happened? So, okay. So they all come out and fucking Ermengarde is fucking crying again. <laughs> Me. I'm, I'm so fucking over her. And she goes, Ermengarde, start sniveling. <laughs> Stop sniveling. Don't cry on the voices. We haven't this train yet. Thank, Thank the Lord. Lord. Lovely. You're improving. <laughs> now get all 11 pieces. We're seven minutes late. And then she whistles. Actually, it's a sound cue. She doesn't actually whistle. I've been trying to do that all week. Wait. You know what's... When did you figure out it was a sound cue? Oh, I knew from the very beginning. Okay, I was very nervous. I'm like, wait, you thought she actually whistled? No, okay. I don't know. Okay. She We're goes, seven minutes late? Oh my God, I'm not going to do this drunk. But I, I want you all to know... Hello. ...that I respect you too much. I respect myself. I respect you all as listeners too much. Y'all, I have the weirdest range in the world. I can't belt things, but I can sing in the soprano line if I wanted to. I can hit this note coming up if I wanted to, but I won't because you're probably like, you have probably AirPods in and like are in your car and you don't need to crash. So I'm not going to hit it. She goes, all aboard, all aboard, all aboard. Y'all, they run a train on Dolly Levi. Inappropriate. What the records show that I looked at Nathan and like, what are you saying? A train comes out because they're going to catch a train. Uh, and they're all aboard, all aboard. No. Put on your Sunday clothes. There's lots of world out there. We're going to find adventure in the evening air. To town or trot to a smoky spot where the girls are hot as a fuse. And then all the girls are, like, in the soprano line. Okay, basically, they're like, listen, here's the thing. Incredible. We have so much to cut. (laughs) This is the third song. (laughs) So they go, we'll join the Astros at Tony Pastors and this I'm positive of. That we won't come home. No, we won't come home. No, we won't won't come come home home until we fall. And then there's just a fucking soprano screaming the loudest note you've ever heard. Can you talk about the movie version? No. Because well, we remember. won't come home. Where they're on the back of the train, where they basically repeat, "We won't come, we won't come home." Uh, like the five main characters up until this point are basically, all right, whatever. I believe in you. I just I don't remember it. Okay, <sighs> so oh, okay, okay. We're in New York. Barnaby sees a girl. Her name's Minnie Faye, and he like kind of shimmies his shoulders like a thousand times. It's super cute. I love him. He's literally baby. I love him. So they go to New York. They're in New York. Okay, they're in New York. Okay, so Minnie word vomits about. Minnie's like, listen, Irene Malloy is getting married, and why is she getting married again? Because why does she need a new marriage? Okay, while she's word vomiting, Irene Malloy walks out, and it's Kate Baldwin, and everybody claps. And they go, yay, Kate Baldwin's out on stage now. Yay, it's Irene Malloy. And Minnie Faye goes, thank you. Mama, they ain't clapping for you. Okay, so Irene Malloy comes in and she opens the hat shop. Okay, okay, so we're here. Okay, so they open the shop and Minnie Faye says, this woman keeps sending this hat back. This chick. This bitch. I used a PG word. This is an explicit, explicit, explicit podcast i i'm keeping it clean for the children uh, who and for my co-workers hey oh okay shout out to ryan and ashley do do not give a shout out that i did not approve you can cut that out i won't hi ryan hi ashley i really like your crab cakes okay brian so, made the crab cakes they're so good okay so she goes irene malloy says listen screw this woman who keeps sending this hat back 
<laughs> I'm going to keep it. This hat is mine now. And she's like, Irene Malloy, that is wild. That's kind of what happened. Right, because like I didn't realize how scandalous this hat was. She's like, it's very provocative. You can't keep wearing that hat around town. There are ribbons on it. Okay. No, that was like a thing. Oh, was it? Y'all wild in 1985. 1885. 1885. Women couldn't vote here. That's like a... Women! Okay, so... Dolly Leave, I could. She goes, I'm gonna wear this hat. She goes, I'll be wearing ribbons down my back this summer. Blue and green. Basically, she's gonna wear this hat. And if it gets her a man, then it gets her a man. And if it doesn't get her a man... It doesn't get her a man. But if it gets her a man, mama, it gets her a man. <laughs> that is the <laughs> most ineffective tautology I've ever heard. You're welcome. So, why are you being mean to me? I'm not being mean. Okay, anyway. So, she goes. So, basically, she's going to wear this hat. Mm -hmm. And she goes, so I will proudly wear ribbons down my back, shining in my hair. That he might notice me. Mama. Mm -hmm. All she wants is to be noticed. By a man who likes her. What a fucking concept. Okay. So. These two men. Men. In capital letters. You, yeah, it's in capital letters. Basically. Okay. So, Carnegie. Nope. Barnaby. And. I thought you were going to say Carnegie B. And I'm like, isn't that a rapper? <laughs> Barnaby and Cornelius walk in and they go, you know what we're going to do? Mr. Horace Van. Mr. Horace Vandegelder is outside and we need to hide from him. So what we're going to do is we're going to hide in this hat shop, but we're going to pretend to be rich so that these women might give us a hat for free. And we'll see what happens because we only really have 90 cents in our pocket. And that's enough for like a lunch to see the stuffed whale and to. Holy get cabooses! Okay, he goes, we must make the women think we're rich. We want hats, and that's why we came to Yonker. <laughs> and, oh, and so the women come out. and Good for them. <laughs> good for Shut up. <laughs> so the women are out in the opening, and everybody is very awkward with each other. Because why? It's a musical, and everybody likes each other. What's it like? Okay, so... Cornelius pretends to be rich. And Irene Malloy goes, oh, I know some You're from Yonkers? I know somebody from Yonkers. I know Mr. Horace Vandegelder. So, and he goes, holy shit. And he just, like, voids himself on stage. So, he doesn't. Um, I mean, in metaphorical terms, he does. So, he goes, listen, you know Mr. Horace Vandegelder? I know Mr. Horace, Mr. Mr. Horace Vandegelder. That's the name of this episode. Mr. Mumbles. So, Mr. Horace Vandegelder, he is hard as nails. Holy shit, he's outside and he's coming in. So, we have to hide. So, Cornelius hides in an armoire, which is gay for closet. And then... <laughs> and Barnaby hides under a table, which is straight for table. So, um, okay, so... Here's what happens. This whole scene, Horace comes in and he has unshelled peanuts, unshelled almonds, unshelled pistachios, peanuts. peanuts covered in chocolate. Those are the expensive kind. What's it like to spend $1 on somebody you might like? Okay, so 
This whole scene happens, like, behind Horace Van Degelder because the men are, like, actually trying to leave, but Mr. Horace Van Degelder is there. Okay, oh, so here's the thing. I love the song, and it was cut from the movie, and I hated the fact that it was cut from the movie. Okay, Dolly Levi comes in. Dolly. And she goes, hey, well, okay, he's mad because he had a meeting with Dolly Levi, and she's, she missed it. Okay, so Barnaby's foot is sticking out, and uh, Irene Malloy covers to kick his foot back under the table. And Cornelius told her about Yonkers and how, how nice it is. And Mr. Horace Vandegelder is like, how? And Dolly Levi literally walks into the door and she goes, I'll tell you. Like, this woman's timing is perfection. She may as well be omniscient. This is me. I am Dolly Levi. She's not omnipotent, but she's omniscient. If I... I were any character in the show, it would be Dolly Levi, and I will fight everybody barehanded in the streets who says that I'm not Dolly Levi. Will you? Yes, I will. Here's the thing. Dolly Levi says, everybody knows Cornelius Hackett. He goes to the Harmonia Garden. Listen, this is the, like, 15th time we've heard about the Harmonia Garden. So, um, Horace says, no, I have his money. Uh, and she goes, no, 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 Cornelius is famous, and he's rich, and, uh, many... Oh, Minnie Faye walks out and she goes to open the closet and uh, she goes to get something and Cornelius hands it out to her and she goes, thank you. And she goes, oh my God, there's a man in there. <laughs> and uh, so everybody's screaming. Irene Malloy is trying to push her off stage and um, Dolly, okay, so Horace Vandegelder goes to check the closet and he goes, there's a man in there. And she goes, if there was a man in there, we would have called that police. Help, police, help. Help, please help. Tell the story now. So... This is only in the movie. When Nathan and I watched this movie, when this part came on, <laughs> Dolly Levi... And, Bur- and Barbara Streisand said, help, police, help. Help, police, help. Nathan made me pause this as Nathan laughed for like X number of minutes straight. It was... Her delivery was so dry. It was, help, police, help. Just going back to the action, Nathan laughed... For a long time. And I was like, okay, we can start the movie. He's like, no, no, no. We have to rewind it and watch it again. We rewound it and watch it. We played it again. And I'm like, okay, that was funny. Nathan's still laughing as he made me pause it again. Right as I'm about to press play. He's like, no, no, no. We have to watch it again. So we had to go back a third time and watch Barbara Streisand and go, help, please help. It's so funny. Okay. <laughs> so she stops him from opening the closet. And she's like, I can tell that if if there was a man in there, you could stop him with all your rippling muscles. And she's like, ripple, ripple, ripple. And she just keeps saying ripple all over again. So she stops him and she goes, you have no warrant. And she goes, she goes, you have no warrant. Do you not respect America? Do you not respect how the laws work? I stand for. No, we're not there yet. And he goes, what do you stand for? The, okay, this is the perfect example of women supporting women because Dolly Levi, out of nowhere, just makes, just lies. Lies for no reason. All Dolly Levi knows is to wake up and lie. Why does she lie? To protect women. Because splish splash. Men are trash. There we go. She stands for motherhood, motherhood America, America, and a hot lunch for orphans. Her and Eliza Hamilton would get along very well. The orphanage. I've been saving that joke for like a whole week. Am I Irene? Sure. Go on. 
Ah, uh, she goes, take off your hat, sir, while the country's flag is passing. Do you see him on the hill at Gettysburg, neath the great triumphic arch? If you see him as me. Basically, she, okay, so basically, she makes up this whole thing about America. And Irene Malloy, she goes, I stand for motherhood. Mother America and a hot bunch for orphans. Take off your hat, sir. There's a tear-stained eagle passing. Do you see him on the field at Waterloo and neath the great triumphal arch? Okay, so, they all start singing at once. And it's, if you listen to Dolly is, Levi. It's fantastic. Dolly is saying the most nonsensical shit. In the world. She goes, she goes, okay. She goes, in in the words of Lincoln, one, if by land, two, if by sea. She's just like combining history for it's, no reason. It's literally like you read an A-push textbook and just mash everything together. And and so they're like, basically, America, like, America. Wait, do you, should we do this? No, we, we're not going we're to not do, gonna that. do We're not going to do this? No. And they go, stand up in March, March. March! While this is all happening, Barnaby and Cornelius are, like, trying to leave the store while Horace Vandegelder does not see them. But they end up right back in the spots that they are. Okay, so. Mama! Mama. They do it? Yes, kind of. Okay. So, she goes, if there was a man in there, don't you think I would tell you? And Cornelius Hackle sneezes in the closet. And there is the longest pause. And you can tell that Dolly Levi is trying to cover. And she looks at Mr. Horace Vandegelder. And she looks at herself. And she looks at Mr. Horace Vandegelder. And she looks at Irene Malloy. And she looks back at Mr. Horace Vandegelder. And she looks at the audience. She looks back at Mr. Horace Vandegelder. And she goes, bless, bless you. you. <laughs> if that is not me, I don't know what is. I would like to interrupt to say that this is one example of why theater is something that is very hard to translate to um, movies. Yes. Where things like this are just almost impossible to replicate because every show is going to be different. And, like, interactions with the audience and, like, nuances are very... Yeah. Anyway, so there's a whole other... I will start a podcast called, like, Why Musical Theater Does Not Always Translate to Musical and Why Certain Shows Are Going to Be Trash on this Big Screen. So she says, bless you. And Mr. Horace Vandegelder has had it. And he goes, you know what, I mean, Malloy? I'm done. I'm out. You know what there is? I've had it. That's what she said. That's what he says. Effect effectively. Yes. So Dolly says, listen, don't call the cops. Just just take them to dinner. That's all you have to do. Go to the Harmonia Gardens. I'm done with the Harmonia Gardens. Y'all, do y'all know where we're going by the end of this show? The Harmonia Gardens. So go to the Harmonia Gardens. He's like, I'm out of here and I'm taking my chocolate covered peanuts that were very expensive. Okay. With the shells on. Mm, okay. So... They go, she looks at Irene Malloy, Minnie Faye, Cornelius Hackle, Hackle and Bar- Barnaby. And she goes, listen, we're all going to go to the Harmonia Gardens, and that's totally fine. And he goes, but here's the thing, we don't know how to dance. And she goes, guess what, Mama? Guess what? Here's, here's a gift card. Here's a, here's a business card. Here's a business card. I can teach you how to dance. I can teach you how to Dougie. So... Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me, teach me how to Dougie. Teach me everybody how to Dougie. Love it, okay, so she goes, okay, so we get into, oh, okay. She goes, I'm going to teach you. When, oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So he kind of tries to dance and she goes, oh, Mr. Hackle, mm. when I think of all the women who will find heaven in your arms. 
It's so funny. Okay, so we get into the song called Dancing. Listen, no man has ever danced with me, and it makes me very sad. I've never been danced with. He, she goes, I'm going to teach you how to dance. And she goes, put your hand on her waist and stand with her right hand on your left hand. And one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And he goes, oh my gosh, I'm dancing. And she goes, basically, what we're going to do is turn around and turn around and turn around and... Isn't it amazing? Like, you're actually dancing. Yes. Can't you be a little more aesthetic? And he goes, don't you think my dancing has a polish and a flair? And she goes, the word I think I'd use is athletic. She pauses heavily between is and athletic. He goes, well, my heart is about to burst. Well, my head is about to pop. And now that I'm dancing, who cares if I ever stop? He's very proud because he's dancing. When she goes, well, Mr. Tucker, Barnaby, you're next. Here's the goop. Here's the goop. Barnaby is like the male dancer of the show. Thank you, Danny Oregon. Yes. Um, which Who died a very tragic death. Which is why I will never be Barnaby. Like, I'm a mover, but I'm not a dancer. So I don't know if I'll ever be Barnaby. Um, so Irene Malloy says, When there's someone you hardly know... But wish you were closer to remember that he can be near to you while you're dancing. Though you've only said just hello, he's suddenly someone who can make all your daydreams ap- One, two, three. appear to you. Okay. While else. you're dancing. Basically, mm-hmm. if you if you can get somebody to dance with you. You can actually have an intimate moment with them, which is very nice, but uh, men are garbage. So, so, okay. So Dolly is, oh, okay. So the song, this song makes me cry. Per, the par- Before the parade passes by? Yes. You're wild. Okay. So Dolly is at Ephraim's old shop and this old friend shows up and she goes, hey, it's been a while since I could see you, Dolly Levi. Where have you been? So <laughs> I'm going to get sued. I can't wait. So Ephraim... Oh, oh, she has this, she goes, I'm sorry, I've been gone, but I've been gone. And she goes, Ephraim, she has this intimate moment with her dead husband. Me. So, he's not dead, but he's dead to me. Okay, so. So, she goes, Ephraim, which is the first time I spelled this right, because. E-P-H-R-I-M. E-P-H-R-A-I-U-M. Wait, it's. I, it's on the sign. It's on a sign in the show. There are you? Yes. She goes. Listen, Ephraim. Mama. Let me go. So she goes, she goes, she wants to rejoin society, but. I really like the sweater. She wants to rejoin society, but <sighs> Ephraim, the ghost, has to give her permission to. Mm, to. She just, she just wants a sign. She wants a sign. I'm not going to get into this right now. She wants a sign from above mm-hmm. uh, uh, that it's okay for her to move on. That's really what it is. I'm done. We have to get no, 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 the beginning of the second act. Okay. So she goes, before the parade passes by, I've got to keep in step while there's still time. Before the parade passes by, Irene Malloy comes out and she goes, Mrs. Levi, me and Cornelius are going to see the 14th State Parade. Everybody's marching. Won't you come? And she goes, you know what? I will, Irene. I will. Girl. She goes... Basically, she's going to get what's hers. She goes, uh, I've had enough of my life just passing me by. 
Ow. With the rest of them, with the best of them, I can hold my head up high. For I've got a goal again, I've got to dive again. I'm going to feel my heart come alive again before the parade passes by. Always option up. If you're not going to option up, don't fucking sing the song. I would like to point out that I have not sung in the, in the important parts of these songs. Okay, so Irene is going to the parade with Cornelius. Come with us. Miss Money. Okay, so Miss Money is actually a mannequin in the parade. Well, sometimes. But he's like, what is going on? And she goes, actually, she was really, really busy. But if you go to the Harmonia Gardens for the 15th time in this show, she'll be there. And he goes, I'll go. But Dolly, you're fired. I don't want to have anything to do with you again. Oof, yeesh. And... The Mission. Act two. So, okay. I fucking hate this song. I fucking hate it. Would you like me to perform it? Yes, go for it. Oh, wait. Let's take a shot. Wait, what part am I performing? Uh, It's only Horace Van Dyke. Mr. Horace Van Dyke. Let me just... I'll just do it. I put a penny in my pocket. <laughs> and in a little time, that penny in my pocket had grown into a dime. Okay, I don't have time for this. It's because so, it, Nathan hates me because I'm a bad singer. No. So he sings this whole song about how he turns his penny into his fortune and how he had worked up to have his first wife. Because he murdered his first wife. He did not murder his first wife. She just died on a mysterious... <gasps> I know, it's my favorite. Okay, are y'all ready for the best part of this episode? So he goes, I have a penny. You get to sing none of them. So... Wait, no. You get to sing none of them. There's like four people in the song. Yeah, I know. I got it. (laughs) Are you going to sing none of them? No. So, okay. So he goes. So after he sings his, after he sings his Penny song. None of them? So after Penny in my pocket, Miss, Miss Money comes out and she's fucking screeching. And okay. So we cut to Irene Malloy, Minnie Faye, Carnaby, Barnaby, Cornelius, and, um, Irene Malloy wants a ride to the Harmonia Gardens. And they say, listen, listen. Elegant people take streetcars. But even more, more elegant, elegant people, people walk. Bum, bum, bum. It's medium. Okay, so we get into the best song in the whole show called Elegance. And so the boys are like, yes, New York. It's really us, Barnaby and... Cornelius, all the guests of Mr. Hackle are feeling great and look spectacular. What a knack there is to that acting like a born aristocrat. We've got elegance. If you ain't got elegance, you can never, ever carry it off. Okay, first of all, let me tell you how hard it was not to say aristocats. Okay. So he goes, all who are well-bred agree, Minnie Faye has pedigree. Exercise your wildest whims tonight. We are out with diamond gems tonight. Minnie Faye, the only sensible person in this whole song. Goes, with glasses. With glasses, says, could they be mischieving, mis- misleading us? Silver spoons were used for feeding us. We've got elegance if you ain't got Elegance, you can never, ever carry it off. And then the boys, who are clearly lower class. Full of poor. Poor. Go, middle class. 
Don't speak of it, savoir faire. We reek of it. Some were born with rags and patches, but we were dollar bills for matches. First of all, if I had enough money to use it for kindling, y'all would never hear from me again. Okay, she goes, he goes, Vandal built coattails to us. JP Morgan scrapes and bows to us. We've got elegance. We were born with elegance. And Cornelius holds his hat out and he goes very fancily goes have you noticed when i hold my cup the saucer never moves and the way i keep my pinky up indubitably proves that we've got elegance we were born in elegance and with elegance elegance we'll carry it on Okay, so they sing that, and then they come back, and they're very, very tired because they've been working like, walking like 42 blocks, and they're like, we've got elegance. When I saw it, the people were like literally crawling on stage. I would like, thank you for everyone listening. You got through my singing. I'm sorry for that. And you know what? And scene. They made it. They made it. They made it. Okay, so. Shout out to all my fans. So we're at. The Harmonia Gardens. Finally, the place we've heard about for 58 hours. <laughs> Do you want to take a shot? We haven't taken a shot in a while. Okay, so we're at the Harmonia Gardens. And these two, this waiter, the maitre d' comes out and he goes, listen. What's the maitre d's name? Rudolph. The red nose, we snow. And he comes out and he goes, listen. Our Mama. Light- <laughs> Mama. He goes, Mama, listen. Our lightning fa- our lightning fast service has to be twice as lightning fast today. Okay? Because of? Because we have a special guest. Who is? Dolly Levi. <laughs> I love this show, by the way. Okay, so the waiters come out and they're dancing and a flipping and a throwing and a, 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 a just, they're doing everything. No, do you want to describe this or should I just say 19 minutes later? Okay, no, there is like some scenes in here, so I'm going to get into it. Cornelius and Barnaby get a private table, and Irene Malloy is going to order, like, everything. So, across the restaurant, Hor- Mr. Horace, Mr. Horace Vandegelder. Mr. Horace Vandegelder. Is in Dolly's spot, okay? And the restaurant is like, fucking leave. You're in Dolly Levi's spot. And he's like, I know Dolly Levi. And they're like, yeah, but you're, like, in her spot. So, can you fucking leave? So, Cornelius orders basically nothing he's like we'll have water and free bread where are you at the olive garden okay so irene wants okay irene malloy wants pheasant keep it on the bone gross yes okay i knew i'd get you again we cut to horace vandegelder and miss money miss money wants to know why he keeps getting the curtain closed and she wants to order like everything he's like hello i'm cheap so we cut back to irene malloy and she wants wine okay and you know what Cornelius kind of starts losing it. He goes, you know what? Don't order wine. Order champagne. Order everything. He's starting to lose it. Okay. Miss Money wants to dance. And Horace Vandegelder... Mr. Horace Vandegelder... Mr. Horace Vandegelder... Says, no. Okay, cut to... Who's B? B and HV. Barnaby? Yes! Okay, so Barnaby and Horace Van- Mr. Horace Vandegelder both go to talk to the band lead because both of them want the band... To play a specific song. Well, they run into these two different waiters, and the waiters switch their wallet. And Barnaby goes, oh my goodness, we have 
1885 money. They have like $10. So they have like $145. That's a lot of money. Yes, in 1885 money. That's a bajillion dollars. And everybody goes, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop, 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 stop. Everybody, wait. Dolly Levi is here. I, I lost it when she... Okay, here's my thing. You have to describe it because you, you can do it better than I can. Okay. I would just be paralyzed. So when I saw the show, I looked at my friend Tyler Scott and I said... Why are we making this big deal of Dolly Levi coming out? We have seen her for the last hour and a half. You dumb. Oh. You, you dummy. You dumb. You, you big, you big dummy. Okay. You first of all. Sideways dummy. I, what other adjectives can I? So, there's a spotlight at the top of the staircase. And guess who comes out? Dolly Levi. Dolly Levi. Dolly Levi comes out in the most beautiful scarlet red dress when i saw it i said why do we need to why do we need to reveal dolly levi and she is revealed in this beautiful scarlet red dress and y'all i screamed i screamed in the theater i was the only person who screamed they go dolly bomb she goes hello harry well hello louis it's so nice to be back home where i belong you look swell, Danny. I can tell, Manny. You're still glowing. You're still crowing. You're still going strong. I feel the room swaying for the band's playing. One of my own favorite songs from way back when. So bridge the gap, fellas. Find me an empty lap, fellas. Dolly will never go away again. Mama is home. And she's not going anywhere. It's so good. It is like seven minutes of this per of uh, these uh, of these people celebrating this woman, women, and how amazing she is. And they're like, "We are happy you are back. I can't believe you are home. Oh my goodness!" And they're like, "Dolly will never go, go away, away again." You missed like three. So, basically, she's like, listen, I'm here, I'm queer, I'm here to stay. So, Dolly walks out, and Mr. Horace Vandergaard goes, Dolly, I'm mad at you. Me too, bitch, the fuck? <laughs> Why? Why did you not tell me about Ernestina? And she goes, listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen, listen. I thought you knew better, but here, here's the thing. I'm going to move our table to where the dance competition is. So we, that, we, have, so we have a better view yeah, of the dance competition. You know, vague, but, you know, no one did it that we know about, but whatever, well, that's fine. Okay, she goes. Okay. So, okay. So there's the dance competition. Mm-hmm. Ambrose and Ermengarde are in it. Mm-hmm. And they're dancing. He's wow, like, what a coincidence. Literally. Right? And then he's like, oh my gosh, I know them. And wow, what a surprise. And so they sit down to dinner. And, okay, Ermengarde, okay, wait, we're not there yet. Okay, so she goes, listen, I'm not anyone that would marry you. I need you to get that idea out of your mind. And he goes, Dolly, I don't want to marry you. She goes, get that idea out of your mind. I won't do it. She goes, you go your way and I'll go mine. And she points in the same direction. It's the same direction. I love Dolly Levi. Who doesn't love Dolly Levi? If you don't like if you don't like Dolly Levi, if you don't if you don't like Dolly Levi, you're homophobic. We had different I was gonna say something different. What were you gonna say? You're dumb. 
Both worked. He goes, I'm going to leave. I'm so done with that. But he finally realizes that he doesn't have his wallet. And if he doesn't have his wallet, he can't pay for dinner at this very, 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 very fancy, fancy, fancy restaurant called the Harmonia Garden. Okay, so <sighs> now there's the dance competition. Yeah, this 19 minute. There's a dance competition and Ermengarde and Art, Art Ambrose win it. But also... Do they even win it? They do win it. They get the golden cup. Not in the movie. Yes, they do. Not in the movie. No, uh, we're not talking about the movie. We're talking about the musical. We're talking about the 19,000 iterations of it. Hush you. So, uh, uh, Cornelius and... This is unfair. Minnie, I don't give a shit. Minnie Faye and Barnaby and Irene Malloy all decide to dance their way out. Okay, well... Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Mr. Horace Vandegelder interrupts everybody and he goes, Cornelius, you're fired. Where he calls the cops. Mama, let me tell you. The cops show up and chaos ensues. Everybody's arrested. Everybody is dancing. But what is Dolly Levi doing? Eating. Eating. Me. Dolly Levi keeps eating. Me. Wait, he would have wrote dot 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 me excla- exclamation point. They all get arrested. Are you ready? It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Go I on. can see it. They all get arrested. Me. So they all get arrested. They all get arrested. For inciting a riot. Inciting, <sighs> inciting a riot. And disturbing the peace. Insur- disturbing the peace. So. So. The judge says. Hey, bitches. He goes, hey, is there anybody who can defend you? They all stare at Dolly Levi. Dolly Levi. Who is eating. She spins. And I'm not kidding. Oh, I have a story to tell you from when I saw it. Go on. So when I saw it, they all had to wear masks because it was coronavirus time. But here's the thing. This woman just sits there and eats. She sits there and eats for like five minutes. And they all just stare at her. It is the longest bit that has the best payoff. It's it's the longest bit ever. Go on. So Dolly, Dolly, like me, is insane. Tell me that's not what I wrote. Dolly, like me, isn't. It's literally Dolly, comma, like me, comma, isn't. You planned this. I did. So... Ugh. Dolly Levi walks up to the judge and she hands him a, a gift card, a business card. A business card. That says, Dolly Levi, counselor at law. And she goes, this, little, I'm not kidding when I say this bit lasts for like five minutes. She's been eating and she walks over to the judge and she's still chewing and she's still chewing and she's still chewing and she's still chewing and she's chewing and she's chewing and she's chewing and she stops chewing and she goes, Your Honor? The defense rests. Tell me this isn't me. <laughs> and when I say that, tell me this isn't me. Exclamation part, close parentheses. Tell me this isn't me. The defense, your honor, the defense rests. Tell me this isn't me. Okay. Yeah. I know how I am when I'm drunk. Yeah. I know what I need to write down. So, she goes, nobody is guilty. Except for Mr. Horace Vandegelter. Mr. 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 Horace Vandegelter is guilty. And so he goes, is there anybody who can speak to this? And they go, Cornelius. He goes, Cornelius, I'm going to fire you. I'm going to fire you if you don't defend me. He goes, you've already fired me. He goes, I'll do it again. He goes, me. And he goes, anyway. 
He goes. The expression. He goes. He goes. Here's the thing. I didn't fall in love with Irene Malloy in just a day. Uh, fuck this. This this part gets me. Has this ever happened to you? It's happened to me. Love and love make a wish. He goes. I didn't fall in love with Miss Irene Malloy in just a day, or even an hour. <gasps> What's less than an hour? And Minnie Faye goes a minute. He goes even less than that. And she goes a moment. <laughs> First of all, true love is good, y'all. And he goes. Okay. Oh wait. This is what happens. He goes. It unleash takes a moment for your eyes to meet, and then your heart knows in a moment you'll never be alone again. I held her for an instant, but my arms felt sure and strong. It only takes a moment to be loved your whole life long. And the stenographer goes, I'm sorry, I only caught a few of that. And so the whole whole courtroom sings. Basically, he's in love with her. They, they sing, what do they sing? It, it only. Okay, so we cut to Irene Malloy and she goes, He held me for an instant. But his arms felt safe and strong. It only takes a moment to be loved. What? To be loved a whole life long. Basically, they both look at each other and she's like, one day we're going to look back at this and we'll recall when time runs out that it only took a moment. I will not cry during this episode. Please cry. And they go, Please. To be loved a whole life long. What a cute little sentiment. Love is dead. Men will hurt you. Okay, so. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay, so. Mr. Forrest Vandergelder. Mr. Horace Vandergelder has... Nothing. Except for half a million dollars. I wish I had half a million dollars. Dolly goes to see Mr. Horace Vandergelder. Dolly goes to see Mr. Horace Vandergelder. Thank you. I was like, Mr. Hush you. And she goes, hey. Hello. Hush. So Dolly Levi says. Dolly Levi. Goes, goodbye, 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 goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. And she goes, she goes, listen, I hate you. You've treated me rotten. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. She says effectively, yes. And she goes, don't come a-knocking. I'll be all dolled up and singing the song. You, you you have to sing that. I don't know the tune. I don't listen to this song. What, where were we starting? Don't come a-knocking. For I can hear that choo-choo calling me on to a fancy new address. Yes, I can hear that choo-choo calling me on on board that happiness express. Ow. Sorry. Okay, so basically she goes, listen, I'm leaving your garbage. I'm leaving your garbage. Wow. I'm leaving your garbage. So Mr. Horace Vandegelder is back at... He's back at his store. He goes, I'll... Dolly, you've ruined my life. I'll go my way. And you go yours. And he realizes it's the same fucking way. Fuck. Damn. 
So. You too, bitch. The fuck? Cornelius comes in and he goes, I want my money back. I'm going to start a business for hay and feed across the street. And Dolly comes in and talk. she goes, listen, I want your money. She, she doesn't want his money. She says, if I were to have your money, I would be able to help people. Um, and she goes, just like Ephraim used to say, money is like manure. It's not worth a thing unless it's spread across helping young things grow. Well, guess what? Mr. Horace Van Degelder wants to marry Dolly. And Dolly says, but am I anybody? Am I somebody? Me, me. And he goes, Dolly, you can do anything. What? Support, finally, from a man. We rarely see this in this day and age. She goes, oh, by the way, <laughs> she the found way. his money. Oh, so she found his wa- She finds his wallet that he, tr- he traded with Barnaby accidentally. Yes. Goes, I found this. And he goes, you can keep it. And she's like, wig. Wig. What? Slay? My. So she goes, she goes, listen, make Cornelius your partner. Barnaby can have his old job. And we can all dance at Ernestine's wedding together. And he goes, I don't even know how to dance. And she pulls out a business card. And he goes, fine, okay, I'll do it. It's the funniest bit in the show. She- there's there's like six bits that are tied for being funny. Okay, so here's the thing. He goes, Dolly, here's how I feel about my money. It's like manure. It's not worth anything unless it's spreading around helping young things grow, which is exactly what yeah. Ephraim used to say, exactly. which is exactly the sign she was looking for. And she goes, oh, my goodness. Thank you, Ephraim. And she she goes, I can finally let you go and move on. Just move on from your ex. That's all it takes. Just move on. Oh, no. Period. We're talking about it. Move on from your ex. It's okay. And he goes, hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. It's so nice to have you here where you belong. I never knew, Dolly. Without you, Dolly, life was awfully flat. And more than that, was awfully wrong. And so... Like a 20-minute She goes, Dolly will never go away. And he goes, you're a wonderful woman. And they both go... Simply wonderful. wonderful. And they both go, again. Vocal damage. End of show. And then they all bow. Okay, so... So... Kyle. Kyle. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Did you really? I did. No, I legitimately, literally, anytime we talk about musicals and like music and like, just. You had fun. Options up, options down. No, only option up. No options down. Both, I had fun. Okay. Regardless if they happened or didn't. Do you have anything to plug? Any YouTubes or restaurants to plug? Uh, I would like to plug my terrible vegan channel called The Worst Vegan You Know. Okay. That's it. I have no videos up. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I'd like to shout out to everyone at Sunflower Cafe that actually listened to this podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. From like the seven people that went around and be like, hey, you want to wanna, wanna know what I'm doing tonight? That's nice. You want to listen to this podcast? Okay, so. But you had fun? I had fun. I thank you for doing this. Kyle is going to come back. He's, I will come back. He's definitely going to be. Because you will vote for me. Yes, please vote for who you want, because that's going to start happening Specifically, Kyle. 
Kyle is going to come back. You cannot pick this episode, but Kyle, Kyle is already coming back to do the Shrek episode. Okay, so here's the thing. Let me know what episode y'all want to listen to, what, y- what y'all want for the finale. Let me know which... Kyle! Which hat, which host... Kyle! You want... Kyle. And we'll make it happen. Kyle. Um, so... I... Shh. Chef Kyle. It's, are, do you have anything else to say? Uh, I like the... Well, nothing super germane. Okay. Shh. It's time to sign off. So, like a person who has drank too much, in the end of every show, it is time to black out.